Happy New Year. In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we are going to talk all about our Disney half marathon coming up next weekend. We're also going to talk about New Year's resolutions and rekindling those friendships for this coming year. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Well, Laura, welcome to 2022. Happy New Year. Yes, we are starting a brand new year. Happy New Year. And we're actually in a new space. We are. We moved. Yes. Just up a couple stories. Yes. We still are in a closet. We still have Grandpa's latch hook. And Hello Kitty blanket. And Hello Kitty blanket. Yep. But we're just in a little bit smaller space, and it it works for your family. Now they have more space. Your daughter has more space in the old podcasting room. So, yeah. So, yay. New year, new us. So, Laura, are you a resolution person? You know, Stephanie, I'm really not. Like, I feel like I have never made a resolution and stuck with it. When I started this whole wellness journey, it was July. It was July. So far away from January. And I feel like oftentimes you make those resolutions and they're just like things that you say. Like, you know, maybe in Thanksgiving, I'm not going to put any backlash on Thanksgiving, but how you might just say things that you're thankful for, but Uh really you're not. You know, I kind of think January resolutions are kind of similar. I now know more about making resolutions and habits than I did a few years ago. So who knows? The tables might turn. I might become a resolution person, but this year I don't have any. Okay. How about you? So I love resolutions. Okay. I make resolutions all the time. Now, I love January 1 as like a New Year resolution, but I also love Mondays for Monday resolutions and the first of the month for first of the month resolutions and also the beginning of the school year, um, because why not? And then the beginning of the summer. So I'm I'm making resolutions almost all the time. Year round. Okay, so now that you say it that way, like I'm definitely more of a Monday, first of the month, beginning of summer, beginning of school resolution girl. Just not a January one New Year's resolution girl. Okay. So, yeah. Now that you're gonna broaden the horizons a little bit on that. So there are some pros and cons. Yes. To resolutions, there right? Are. You know, because I feel like oftentimes many people make them and they don't even get to February 1st. Right. And then they feel bad. Right. About themselves. And it's almost like a self-sabotage. Yes. And if I can't make it, then, you know, chunk the rest of this year. Right. Yeah. Go ahead and put the rest of it down the toilet because there's no use in trying. Right. And also sometimes folks make these huge goals and they aren't broken down into steps or they're just they're enormous goals. And we've studied change 
They're and too change, lofty. Yeah. yeah. Change is huge. I mean, it takes us so much time just to make these teeny tiny increments. So, you know, that's kind of hard. Definitely. I agree. However, resolutions can offer an opportunity for us to reflect. It's an opportunity for growth. Yep. And and hope and change and all those good things. And so I think it's just maybe how it's framed. As we were researching this episode, I was looking into the New York Times and they talked about how the most popular New Year's resolutions are, of course, ones that have to do with self-improvement. So exercise, losing weight, eating better, but also the percentage of people who keep them, it's like less than 10%. Oh, that's crazy. Right. And But it mentioned that if you want to, it's all about how you make your resolution and what type of resolution that you make. And they needed to be specific, measurable, achievable, and time-bound. Okay, so that's like the SMART goals. Right. And we're familiar with these as teachers because we make those dang SMART goals all the time. Every year. (laughs) Yep, every year. And it also referred a lot back to the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. right. Great book. If you haven't visited that one, it's a good little moment for a reading. And And it really talks about, I mean, the article and the book, The Power of Habit, about you how you really have to break your goals, your resolutions, whatever it is you're going to call it, into measurable steps. Okay. You know, and I think we've discovered that along the way in our fitness journey. Yeah. That it couldn't just be that we're, we're gonna, we didn't set out and say we're going to lose 25 pounds. You know, that wasn't ever a specific goal. It was like week by week, day by day. And that's kind of what this article talked about, which completely makes sense. Yes. And we even, like with this half marathon that we're running in less than a week. Yes. The goal wasn't we're going to run 13 miles tomorrow. The goal was we're going to run for 20 minutes and we're not going to kill over at the end of that. Right. And then the next week, we're like, okay, we're going to add one minute to this. Right. So very small steps. We And we had to celebrate those steps along oh, the way. yes. You celebrate all the time. Right. And we had a whole podcast, actually, about celebrating the small steps. Check out Season 1, Episode 9, Small Wins, Big Goals, to hear more. Especially when you're having your big resolution goals do with fitness, you don't want your celebration to be an ice cream sundae. No, not that you can't have ice cream along the way. Right. Because we both managed to do that. But you, it's got to be some way to celebrate in another way, something that's not necessarily food related or at least not high calorie food to sabotage your goals. Right. Exactly. So thinking about these SMART goals again, specific, measurable, achievable and time bound. Yes. So I'm thinking about some of my New Year's resolutions and kind of how I've grown over the past few years. And one of the resolutions I make is to read. And I love to read books. And so I started like six or seven years ago writing down every title that I read for the year and then making a goal to read a little bit more than what I read the year before. Oh, that is really smart. So I obviously have been reading more recently, but I don't write them down. And I think maybe I should. It's good just to see kind of what titles you've read and remind yourself, but then also to make those goals like, what does my reading diet look like, right? What am I feeding my brain? So what I've learned is that like one year, my goal was to read 30 books and I read 28. So I didn't meet my goal, but I read all year long and then I decided, okay, well, what can I do in order to meet this goal? 
next year. So I made that goal to be 31 books that year. And then I started adding audiobooks to my repertoire so that I was reading while I was doing other things. And that year I shot up to 38 books. See, and notice how she didn't go from 30 that she didn't meet to 40. Right. You just barely up to the ante. And that, I think, that's that specific and that measurable that you were able to achieve that. Right. And I already read books, right? So it was just inching it up or thinking about it a little bit more carefully. So that's one of my goals. The other goal that we've kind of talked about, which I guess is a New Year's resolution, Laura. Okay. So you got me. I guess it is. Right. So Laura's been looking at our running data. Yes. So with our Garmin watches, it connects to our phone with a Garmin app. And it tells you, you can look at how many miles you've run over the whole year. And believe it or not, there's not much difference between 2020, when we weren't training for a half marathon, and 2021, where we were, which was crazy to me because some weeks in the last couple months, we've run a marathon. Right. But yet, we're about the same as we were in 2020. Like, crazy. So our minds are blown over that one, but we decided, okay, so let's lay the months over top of each other, figure out what we did January 2020, what we did January 2021, and meet that level or just exceed it. Just by a bit, yes. And if we do that month after month after month, then by the end of the year, we will have met or exceeded our running from the two previous years. Well, and what Another great thing that the app does is it breaks it down to like about how many miles per day that you run. So it could even say, well, this is how many miles per day. So we're going to up that by a half mile or a mile each day to get that total goal year end to be higher. That's awesome. So just some ideas for New Year's resolutions that are specific, measurable, achievable, and time-bound. So if you haven't heard, we are headed to Disney Disney World. And Laura has done a masterful job of preparing us for all of the things that we need to think about ahead of time to get ourselves ready. I mean, I really can't take all the credit because Stephanie has done a lot of the booking for the reservations. But in T minus four days, we are going to be in sunny Florida if you are listening to this on the day that we drop it. So what have we done? Airline reservations are booked and double-checked. None have been canceled yet. Yes. So we have booked our reservations. We are ready to go. And we are making sure these flights are still on schedule as we check them. Of course, our hotel has been booked. We booked that even before we booked our race because we knew that the hotels would book up pretty fast. Yes. And actually, I'm on some different sites for Run Disney on Facebook and people, some people who waited like to last month are like struggling. I'm like, well, of course, yeah, of course you'd be struggling. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's a popular weekend that those things get taken up quickly. Of course, our park reservations, we made those because yes. at Disney World now you have to decide which day you're going to which park. Right. And so we sat down, we made a plan, we booked all of our reservations based on where we were ending our run and what time we had left and the rides we wanted to do. 
We also booked our dining reservations quite a while back. Yeah, so I got on as soon as I possibly could, and I think it was 60 days out. I made more dining reservations than what I needed to make because I didn't know exactly what parks we'd be doing and I wanted to finalize some plans that way. So I over-reserved and then I went back and I canceled those reservations well in advance also to give those folks that were still trying to get dining reservations an opportunity to catch those spots. We were able to sprinkle a little fairy dust for them. Yes. So we got some pretty swank places. We did. We might be going to some California grill. We also have our waivers signed. Yes. Oh, you have to do this. It's a thing. you got to sign waivers for this race. Sign your life away, basically. Saying that you're not going to hold Disney responsible for anything. But we have those signed, and we do not have to have them printed, though we might go ahead and do that just just because. But we can show them on our phones, which is awesome. Essentially, the training is complete. Yes. We have a couple more 5K-ish runs to do this week, but we are no longer doing any more long runs. The next long run we do will be through a castle. Yay! We have started our prehydration plan. Oh, Laura, talk more about this, because who knew? Right? So, I mean, honestly, I've just learned about it in the last couple of weeks. But the week before a longer run, run that is over an hour, so a half marathon, marathon, Ironman, other crazy lengths of races, you need to start to hydrate and electrolytes. You don't want to just hydrate the day before or the day of. That's not going to be enough, especially where we're going. So, you know, we're here in the Midwest. It's like negative two today. It's been warmer, but we're going to Florida where there is 90% humidity. The forecast for the weekend of race weekend is mid-70s to 80s, with the lows being 60s. So it's going to be pretty warm. Now, we've, we've run in this type of temperature. We've run in high humidity, but it's been a minute. And so in order to help with your race energy and recovery, we need to start hydrating the week before, which is what we're doing. We've started it. We are having a little check-in each day, making sure that we are both getting water. Okay. Yep. And I've got my water jug right next to my podcast station and I am chugging away. So something else Stephanie doesn't even know that we have, and we'll be talking about the final details. What Stephanie doesn't know already is that I have a Target pickup order cart created. So I have managed to figure out which Target will be from the airport to our resort that we can stop at, go ahead and check in, have them bring it out because it's all going to be in the cart. We're not going to have to get out of the cart in order to get our items and then we can be on our way. So I found this to be a better solution than delivery services because of the different protocols they're having right now with being able to check in. And then we don't also have to know exactly when we're going to be arriving at the resort. We can just go ahead and put those things in our cart, pick it up the day before. Target keeps those items we're on the way. We're not going to go out of the way to go to this Target. And then we'll go on to the resort. Fantastic. And then, of course, bags packed. Stephanie, is your bag packed? Um. Well, I have figured out where I'm going to put my bag in my closet so I can begin packing it. That is a great start. So I went ahead and made a Google packing list for you, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Laura, I love you. 
just in case you don't want to forget anything. Of course, we can always pick up, we can add more things to that target cart. But we have to make sure we have all the race items, headband, shirt, bra, leggings, socks, shoes, running belt. My bag is mostly packed, but we'll get Stephanie packed too. Yes, no worries. I've still got, what, five days. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. It's going to happen. I have a spot to put my luggage in my closet. That's what we have so far. We will definitely take lots of pictures, share yes. with you all the details, the ins and outs, what we did, how we did it in some upcoming episodes. And follow us on Instagram at FriendsFit40s where you can get like moment to moment updates because we're going to blow up Instagram. We are. All the way there. So check us out that direction as well. this season, January, at least in the Midwest, where it's gray and it's cold and we kind of hunker down, there's seems to be maybe less going on than some of the other parts of the year, like December and May. Oh, I think you're definitely right. I think it's a good time to think about your friends. Oh, I think that's a wonderful idea. So just remembering those people that are super special to us and what can we do in January where for some friends, it's really gray uh, to uplift them and to remember that to remind them that they are truly important people in our lives. So you could send your friend a book. Maybe this is a book that you have. Maybe this is a book that you found at your local book box that are in neighborhoods across the country. Write something in the cover, like saw this book and thought of you, oh, read this yeah. book and would love to have a conversation with you about it, and then ship it to them or pass it on to them or leave it on their front porch. That's a great idea, Stephanie. I love it. Something else that you can do is go ahead and send a handwritten note. Um, maybe it's a card that you made yourself or maybe it's a card you found in a shop and send a recipe that oh, you love yeah. or that you think they would love. Yeah, during this season. Yes, so that they can have something and think of you. Oh, what a fantastic idea. And then, of course, you could do yoga with a little bit of at-home movies afterward. As the days are a little bit shorter during this season, nighttime sets, and it's a perfect time to stretch out and hang with a friend and watch a great movie. Oh, that would be perfect perfect on one of these cold nights. You could also maybe sign up for a class together. I know we have career center classes Yes, where you can learn. Didn't you take like a florist class? Yes, I took a floral design class and I loved it. And How it would have cool been, that? it was so cool. And it would have been so much better with a friend. Right. I wish I would have invited somebody to do it with me. So we have all kinds of different classes, you know, from cake decorating to floral design or go to a local pottery place or a painting place and you could do that together. Yes. So thinking about these things that you can do that would be learning something new. Um, I always think about with my friends that when we talk about ideas as opposed to people, we're just making the world a better place. 
Oh, right? most definitely. Yes. So last idea from us is it's a new year. Set your calendar with dates for the year that you want to celebrate with your friends. Maybe this is a coffee get together once a month. Maybe this is your movie night. Maybe this is your annual trip. But pull out that calendar and set those dates because we know that smaller visits more frequently or visits that are consistent across a week or a month or a year are going to lead to strengthening of these friendships. You know, Stephanie, it's interesting that we've come around to this topic because one of the top 10 resolutions back in segment one, one of them referred to spending more time with friends. And I think that that resolution is such a good one to make because it's healthy, it's fun, and it's one of those things that if you don't keep it today, you can still keep it tomorrow. Oh, yes. Most definitely. So, Laura, it is now time for our weekly homework. And so for this homework, we're just going to talk notebooks. Oh, yes. I think that all of us sometimes need a fresh start. And so one of the things that we ask you to do on this Friends Fit 40s podcast is to keep a notebook. The idea is to provide a space for you to be mindful, thoughtful, for you to kind of get down your ideas and work things out. We know that when we write things down, we tend to process them in a different way. And this notebook serves as a space for you to do that. So get your notebook ready this week. Do you need a new notebook? Do you have an old notebook that you want to like update with stickers and fun things? Oh, yes. We're going to talk more about our old notebook assignments coming up in some of the future podcasts, some of the things that we've asked you to do previously. And we're also going to include some pictures of our notebooks and how we have been keeping notes about our podcast and the things that we've asked each other to do. So in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go move, breathe, share kindness with others. You got this. love Friends Fit 40s? Subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you. 